1 Samuel 25, verse 1b to verse 22. Then David rose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Maon whose business was in Carmel. The man was very rich. He had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. He was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife, Abigail. The woman was discerning and beautiful, but the man was harsh and badly behaved. He was a Calebite. David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. So David sent 10 young men. And David said to the young men, Go up to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus you shall greet him. Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. I hear that you have shearers. Now your shepherds have been with us, and we did them no harm. And they missed nothing all the time they were in Carmel. Ask your young men, and they will tell you. Therefore let my young men find favor in your eyes, for we come on a feast day. Please give whatever you have at hand to your servants and to your son David. When David's young men came, they said all this to Nabal in the name of David. And they waited. And Nabal answered David's servants, Who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? There are many servants these days who are breaking away from their masters. Shall I take my bread and my water and my meat that I have killed for my shearers and give it to men who come from I do not know where? So David's young men turned away and came back and told him all of this. And David said to his men, Every man strap on his sword. And every man of them strapped on his sword. And David also strapped on his own sword. And about 400 men went up after David, while 200 remained with the baggage. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to greet our master, and he railed at them. Yet the men were very good to us, and we suffered no harm. And we did not miss anything when we were in the fields, as long as we went with them. They, they were a wall to us both by night and by day, all the while we were with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore know this and consider what you should do, for harm is determined against our master and against all his house, and he is such a worthless man that one cannot speak to him. Then Abigail made haste and took two hundred loaves and two skins of wine and five sheep already prepared and five seahs of parched grain and a hundred clusters of raisins and two hundred cakes of figs and laid them on donkeys. And she said to her young men, Go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. And as she rode on the donkey and came down under cover of the mountain, behold, David and his men came down toward her, and she met them. Now David had said, Surely in vain have I guarded all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that belonged to him. And he has returned me evil for good. God do so to the enemies of David, and more also if by morning I leave so much as one male of all who belong to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wow. Spicy. It's a story. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, sometimes sometimes when you're reading scripture, like th- there's not tons of, 
just quick application that just jumps off the page. Now, this is one of the stories that we're painting on the nursery walls of the new building, right? I think that would be wholly appropriate. Yes. It's just uh, David with 200 armed men going after Nabal. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we will submit that to Matt and Abby. (laughs) I think think that'll be a good thing to do. But uh, so, so we've got this guy, Nabal. Yeah. And it's interesting that his name actually means foolish mm. or boorish. Yeah. And um, he seems quite foolish. So we don't know if this is, it would be kind of uncommon, I think, to give that as like a proper name. Mm-hmm. So it it's thought that maybe this was like a nickname that was given to this guy mm. who's just a jerk. Yeah. You know, he's a yeah. jerk to his wife. And then David comes to him and, you know, is this guy on the run? And David David's like, fairly well known at this point i think yeah. in that land oh yeah he's been the anointed king he's on the run from saul yeah. you know i mean you got the you got the the writers yeah. who are like taking the news from yeah. town to town saul has his thousands david has his ten thousand right so yeah. you yeah, yeah yeah so you got you got all the like he's a he's a well-known dude at this point and you know david comes up uh, uh, uh to nabal's land and and then sends him this greeting and Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. I mean, David's like landing on yeah. thick. Like, yeah, yeah. there's so much hey, peace. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, bro. Yeah. Do you have food for like 600 of my soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is a, you know, it's a big request. Yeah, and yeah. like, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be a meanie pants about it. <laughs> and that's what Nabal does. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the, I think that's <laughs> to use a scholarly term, a meanie pants. Yeah, I mean, I think that is like one of the more scholarly terms for this. He's a meanie pants, and so in uh, you know in verses nine and ten, I think this is where things kind of go south. It mm-hmm. says when David's young men came, they said all this to Nabal in the name of David, and then they waited, and Nabal answered him. He's like, "Who is David? Yeah, who is the son of Jesse? You know." And so he's kind of like defaming his father as well. Um, and he's just not nice, you know? And, and and I mean, that's, Mm. that's kind of the story up to this point, but it's, it's all a story surrounding the fact that like, eventually Nabal's wife is going to become David's wife. And David is ticked, Yeah, you know, like David who has shown all this, like he was in the cave with Saul and decided not to kill him. Like, a picture of self-control, you know, it's kind of like surprising because here he's like, let's go kill him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like no, no buffer. But I think, you know, kind of making sense of that, David, it's, uh, and you know, yesterday we talked about like, go read all these Psalms that David's writing during this time. Like he is, he is constantly just being pressed by wicked people yeah. and not only by Saul, but you know, other wicked people are turning him into Saul all the time. Right. So like the dude can't get a break yet. He respects God's anointing. Mm. And so he, as much as he, you know, we see in the Psalms, he fervently hopes for God to cut down the wicked and to bring a hot pile of revenge on mm. Saul and all his, you know, comrades. A hot pile. A hot, steamy pile <laughs> yeah. of revenge, dude. Revenge. Fresh off the press. I love it. You know, but or I, I was just going to yeah, yeah, yeah. that thought. But like Nabal, who kind of joins the ranks of traitors, He's not affiliated with Saul, and so it, he doesn't really carry the same anointing. You know, like, why doesn't Saul seek revenge, or why doesn't David seek revenge against Saul? It's because there's, like, this 
this anointing that he respects over Saul and over that office and and the people he's like head of the people of Israel mm-hmm. and David's a servant of the God of Israel. So I I do imagine like this why do we, why does he immediately just like snap and and you know it, it seems like he kind of makes this like rash judgment. You know, I think part of it is like there's Nabal is, is just like this random dude who who's you know yeah. now antagonizing him right and, and there's no like spiritual significance to him and so mm-hmm. I, I think like that's part of why there's like this super hot-headed reaction from David is like he's hard-pressed and now like there's this guy who has no room to be antagonizing him mm. who's kind of joined the ranks yeah yeah no that's interesting yeah, and I, you know, if I if if I have to like pull out another um, little application point from this story, it's it's interesting that we're introduced to the this character Abigail, mm. so who will eventually become David's wife. Spoiler alert! <laughs> but Abigail, you know, I, I I struggle with her with her character here. It, it seems like. She's, I mean, the text is specifically saying that she does not tell her husband certain things mm. and she's kind of like providing David and his men with, with a lot of food. Mm-hmm. So almost like she's being a little sweet on David without mm. telling her husband the ball. Yeah. Um, and so maybe the application point is, you know, if you're, a, if you're a single lady that's listening, it does matter who uh. you marry. <laughs> like he may be this, you know, super yeah. hot guy who like works out in the fields and has this like super buff or whatever, but he may not be a good guy. Like he may be well, a she, Nabal. She might not have had a, a say in marrying Nabal too. She might not have. But that was a little anachronistic of me <laughs> to put her in modern times. Yeah. But uh, but it does matter who you marry, Will. Uh, that that is true, <laughs> and yeah, I mean you can read like I think you can read Abigail like both ways because like she's also kind of like like I, I you know I, I certainly agree like she's she definitely seems like she has an eye on David and, and but then at the end is like ready when Nabal is kicks the can like she's ready to hop in another carriage. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but like, she's also kind of saving Nabal's stupid little hiney in this passage. And, right. You know, she's like sending, she knows she's kind of saving face for the family. Yeah. And she knows, you know, to calm a bunch of angry men down, she right. sends like a bunch of wine and food. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, real interesting story. You know, like I you said, know. I mean, sometimes maybe just, another application point is if it, anyone is super <sighs> mad at you, send them a few skins of wine and bread. And there you raisins. go. Yes. Uh, mm, throw some raisins in there. <laughs> and it'll go a long way <laughs> to assuage their anger. Uh, Dude, so just bread and raisins, man, you know, some, sometimes, I mean, we just come to narrative passage and yeah. I mean, that's what I like to say. The Bible is telling a story. Yeah. It's not necessarily sitting here like trying to say, "Will, this is how you apply this to your yeah. life. Yeah. But it's just simply telling yeah. a story. And this is just one of these narrative passages yeah. that is kind of interesting. And as part of the whole story of David coming to power, yep. he's eventually going to, again, spoiler alert, Mary Abigail. <gasps> Stay tuned. See me. More to come. More to come. With David and Abigail. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.